Come on, everybody, get set, let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Pete Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up, it's the Premium Pete Show. If you want to scoop in the low, down low, listen to the show, cause Milk said so. Fuck what you heard, better act like you know. Miss Lissa knows. It's the Premium Pete Show. Boy, lift it up, let's make a toaster. Let's get drunk, it's gonna bring us closer. Don't I look like a Holly Berry poster? Uh. See the Belvedere playing tricks on ya. Cheer. Girlfriend mm. wanna be like me, never. You won't find a bitch that's even better. I mm. make it hot as laws, big as weather. Listen up close while I take it backwards. I'm not a prostitute, but I can give you what you want. You love my brains and my mouth full of funk. You love the way the ass go with dunk, dunk, dunk. Keep your eyes on my dunk, dunk, dunk. And think you can handle this, dunk, dunk, dunk. Take my thong off and my tail go boo. Cut the lights off so you see what I can do. Is it worth it? Let me worth it. Put my thing down, flip it in reverse it. It's flying, flip it. If you got a big dick, you not Pete, yo. Cause you know he ain't got that heat, though. Listen, I already told you. First you of got all, that baby shout, remote. Shout to Missy Elliott, but I already told you. Yo, you know what would be dope if Missy Elliott was as attractive as her music? What? Nah, I respect, I always respect She Missy. the first, ooh. Nah, well. Eh. No, matter of fact, the brat. Was she a, ooh, she yeah. wasn't trying to appeal to you. Nah. When Missy pull her pants down, mm. her labia so long. Mm-hmm. You could tie it around your your head like a chin strap. <laughs> First of all, there are men that think Missy is hot, but Missy wasn't out for the lady. She was no, for the ladies, not the men. I'm saying I, I was always attracted to her music. I just wish that I was attracted. I, I felt like I wish I was attracted to her, too, at the same time. But. Even when she dropped the weight? Yeah, no, no, I mean, it's not about fatness. I'll fuck a fat chick with the beat, with the quickness. Well, the fact that her energy wasn't too, like she had the same, it's like. just that she wasn't fucking with Yeah, dicks. she was fucking with Sierra and, and that. Okay, okay. She liked the kitty cat. Ain't Anytime no. you see Missy running around with a singer, that's bae. Mm. Sweet. Mm. And then once she ended the career is when the relationship is over. She nah. put them right back with it. Like, she like Stevie J. Mm. They go right back to the strip club. <laughs> Shouts to Missy Elliott, man. She, she, I she, love she Missy. She sends them back to retail. Yes. She's a, she's an icon for sure. Yes, she but is. But listen, Internet, welcome back to another episode of the Premium P Show with Miss Listen Knows. Ow. We here. I love the last episode, debatable, topical, Andrew fucking Crazy Schultz. He brought his uh, Indian friend, I, I don't know, remember his full name, Akashi Singh. Akash Singh. Some, some shit. It, it was dope. You know, people have their mixed reviews on Andrew. Uh, but you know he's a heartfelt, weird motherfucker. That had know? to be that had to be one of the wildest body odor episodes ever. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. Not really. A white dude and an Indian dude. Well, two white dudes. Yeah, I guess so. But two I'm, white. What but, the Indian dude was a white dude. Pete. Oh, Pete. Pete is not an official white dude. Mm-hmm. Pete is starting to claim white. He's he's jumping ship. He's how, how I be he's trying to make America great again. I've only really fucked with Pete simply because he doesn't smell like like you know how white people have that they got that odor innate like where you like you opened up a package of bologna. <laughs> It's always like, like marinated worse. dog, like, like just like knock worse. Like like you ever smelled knock worse? It's like, definitely the worst. Like yeah, mm-hmm. like Limburger or something like that. Pete, Especially, yeah, Pete didn't smell one. like that. Not that I was smelling them, but I mean, he yeah, didn't. you wouldn't know because their room always still smells he like didn't secrete it that. when they leave. So I appreciated that about Pete. He wasn't really, really white. Well, he's starting to let that odor seep through. It's oh, coming. How it's that, coming. How, 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 Trump. Like Trump. three episodes Blame ago. I'm, I'm telling you, he when Charlemagne was here, he went from I'm not, 
I'm not white. I'm Italian. And then we started talking about white people. He started defending. <laughs> that white started coming nah. out. He went right to the front of the bus. It he was like, happens, excuse me it. while I get oh. to the front. It always Y'all happens. niggas is talking crazy right now. I was like, oh, shit. Pete is Peter. No, I was sticking up for the, uh, you know, just people in general, man. But you this know? is going to be a great episode because we had Andrew and we already had him on. And then this week we have two returning guests. Yes. The return of Dallas Penn. And the, the bad guy. Of, yeah, the tax stone. Tax, what up, buddy? He's eating fruit He's snacks. He's eating fruit snacks, and I thought he was I'm on his juicing. Listen, there's juice, there's fruits in fruit snacks. Why you can't juice and eat fruit snacks? Right. I guess you, what are you, like, balancing it out? Like, because aren't you on your health kick? Yeah, but I ain't on no completely healthy shit. Okay. I don't even use condoms. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait, that's because you're in love with one girl, right? What? No, no, no. You don't use condoms. I'm in love with pussy. Yeah. You have to Me be too. safe out there. Ta- be safe, though. The, you got to be safe, though. You, of condoms. you got to be safe. The, the science of condoms is, and why you think they named the brand Trojan? That shit puts little shit inside of you. Mm. What? Exactly. The Trojan. What do you mean? The, the, mean the shit that? they use to butter that, the butter that condom <laughs> up. Like that Minoxone 9 shit? Yeah. That is the shit that's giving a lot of niggas AIDS. Really? What? Real talk. That's why they, you know the story of the Trojan horse? Yes, yes. Trojan horse was like a gift. Like, oh, yo, we're going to give you this shit. And then at night, shit came out of the Trojan horse and fucking killed everybody. I think mm. you too woke. I thought the Trojan signified the little warriors that you have spouting out of you. And it's going to no. help contain that. That's what they want you to think. Okay, okay. This bitch the other day, she going to tell me, <laughs> Tax, you don't know how to spell. I said, bitch. The white man made these words. <laughs> I ain't supposed to know how to spell, bitch. What is wrong with you? I'm Yo, supposed to be spelling this shit correctly? Some you got to spell it like you hear it. <laughs> Yo, right off the bat, Dallas Penn, for those oh, that know, shit. went through um, had diabetic. Um, had a, uh, There was a while where we shouted you out, DP, on the, on the episode saying, we sent prayers because you almost lost your foot. Right. Turn around, you slim as a motherfucker now. You're looking you, good. You went from a 3XL oh. to a fucking schmedium. You know, you're looking great. But are you juicing? But, I am. I am juicing. I was just gonna ask Tax, like, like when you juice, what do you, what do you, you got a secret juice blend that you a go to for a diabetic? I got particular. my specific things that I like. You yeah. know what I mean, I know, I know you. I don't never with go ginger. there and just be like, give me B thirteen monster. <laughs> they always got names for shit. Like yeah, the, yeah. The green thing, jungle, the like, Incredible Hulk. I don't want that dumb shit. I you like beets. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, ginger. If I'm going green. I like to do a lot of dark green, so mm. I'll do spinach, yes. collard greens, and kale. Dig it. Mm. Cucumber, ginger, and lemon would be the only thing that's not. No no green apple to just sweeten yeah, it? Oh, yeah. To smooth I, it I'll out. put green apple also. That's, that, that's that was, it. That was, that was it right there. That was one it fruit. right there. That was it right there. You don't like your shit too fruity? Always one fruit. You know why? People think that the, um, they think eating six fruits is like, you actually defeating the purpose mm-hmm. because all those shits are sugars, different yes. types of sugars. Yes. You know what I mean? So if you got fucking six fruits mixed up in some shit, you that wasn't nothing healthy. Right, you might as well just drink some juice. All you did was drink a liquid, so it's just gonna <laughs> come out different and you might not be constipated. You know what I mean? Yeah, you just you just sugared yourself up. Yeah. You sugared yourself up. So you try to put one fruit just to give it a little taste, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Two the most. If you can't if you want people that just can't take vegetables, but I advise me personally, I could do one fruit or no fruit. I do like juicing as well. And I like the wheatgrass shots. Wheatgrass shots good. is good. I do that with like a, a lemon wedge or a pineapple because it's kind of bitter. Mm-hmm. Juicing is good though. What about back shots? 
You tell me about that. <laughs> no, I mean I don't do that. No, no. no why, why, why we gotta why we gotta digress? I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, he, I, he's not used to educated or elevated conversation. Mm. So he reverts back to what he knows, which is preschool. Mm. And then I tell you. that's just, hello. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, honestly, that's what it is. Honestly, when we talk about juice and we talk about being healthy and tax, I feel like you led the way for that for a lot of people, especially mm. in this podcast industry. I will say this. I grew up in a town, you're from Brooklyn. You know, uh, Dallas spent a lot of times in, in, in Brooklyn. Um, I'm from Queens. Right? Queen, no, but spent a lot of time in Brooklyn. Okay, but, but but here's what I'm saying: we grew up in an era, in a time, and I'm sure Miss Lissa could test to this. With like people, I'm not saying people would say something if we were different. You know what I'm saying? I mean, not saying we would pay attention to them, but I'm saying 20 years ago, you start walking around talking about you having spinach and collard greens. Everybody, what the fuck's the matter with this dude? Mm-hmm. I used to tell people like when I was growing up, and I if you know nobody, the kids I hung around, we were making money selling drugs. We didn't speak about home ownership. Building your credit up. If I was talking like that, they would probably think they would say, "Like, get this kid out. What are you fucking worried about?" You know. Mm-hmm. I isn't that amazing that today people could applaud you for shit that people would abuse you before. I'm gonna give you one more, uh, one more, one more thought. Mm-hmm. Even being gay, people kiss each other on the streets. Back in the day, people used to scream at each other for that. Fuck you doing over there? Get the fuck out of here. Now it's so normal. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you a funny story, Pete. Okay, okay. And and that's that's how I know you you kind of grew up white. No disrespect. Okay. <laughs> But growing growing up black, like if you was gay, or if you was retarded, or if you had a fucking thyroid condition, then you was just the nigga around the way with fucking like I remember Bubble Eye James, he had a thyroid condition. <laughs> we didn't understand that, but he had bubbled eyes, so we called him Bubble Eye James, and it was fucking Gay Frank, and he was Faggy Frank. We all still played fucking tag. We also played fucking Manhunter, whatever. Mm-hmm. But you was whatever your affliction was didn't mean you we didn't fuck with you didn't mean we ostracized you you know you just got called you know retard ronnie mm. <laughs> and it, it was he probably wasn't even really retard he didn't like have that downs or nothing he was just a little slow right yo these names make for an amazing uh vh1 show man but 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 again in the black community you don't you don't throw nobody out because not they, throw but but we, people we, question we, we saying what y'all do we don't do i it. just did a vlad interview okay where I ended it and I was talking about he was like, Yo, you in the industry I said, I got I said, I got mad gay friends. Mm. So he was like, You have gay friends? Like he was shocked. I was like, Yeah. I said, like twenty of your niggas, like maybe more. I said, I'm in the industry. You know, before I had one gay friend. I grew up with a kid we used to call gay Corey and to this day, I don't know if we forced gay on him or he was really gay. Or... He was already gay, bro. He was, yeah. he was you know already what it gay. Was? He, he always had feminine ways about him. But, you know, when you young, we was all fucking these girls together. Right. Mm-hmm. We was running trains. He was eating the pussy. Like, he was popping that off from jump. <laughs> That's what always make me think the niggas that was wild freaks from young be turning different when they get older because this nigga was eating pussy There was no was signs like gay Corey wouldn't just... We wasn't eating pussy at 12. That wasn't lit. Maybe. Gay Corey wouldn't just watch other niggas beat and no, then... No, no, no. He was fucking like... Oh, okay. He was fucking bitches on his own time. You Damn. know what I mean? But... <laughs> <laughs> the thing was was that I said the shit in the interview and then my homegirl was looking at the um, comments and she's like, yo, look at them, they're killing you because you said you hang with gay people. I said, half them niggas is fucking bus drivers who dead pussy. Like, mm. I don't give a fuck about what these niggas say. Yeah. These niggas really scared of gay people. Like, like homophobia is some real shit. Like, a nigga, like, think like, yo, you was in a room with somebody gay. Like, what the fuck is that going to do? Right. Mm. 
what is that going to do to you, nigga? You really, I had to really sit there and think about that one day. Like, am I scared of gay people? Like, are gay people out here biting people? Like, <laughs> are they out here stabbing people at night? I had Zombies to think about shit. that shit. I, them niggas ain't do nothing to nobody. But did you feel like, I mean, I felt like growing up, it was, that was never, that was never no problem. No, well, you know what it was is that I wasn't from where, I wasn't from a neighborhood where we was used to being around gay people. So it was like a standoffish thing. The same was the way it was with white people for a long time in my life. Like, I didn't understand white people had never really been in contact with them. So if you scared of what you don't understand. Mm-hmm. So when you meet somebody, it's, it's like racism. You know, you're a motherfucker be racist. You meet a black motherfucker, nigga be cool. And then he say some shit like, oh, yo, man, is, is any more like you? Some shit like like that, yeah. like, like you know what I mean. Like, yeah, I, I know a cool black guy. You know what I mean? Because his idea of black people is that niggas ain't cool. Right. So you know what I mean. When you meet a motherfucker, and that's what happened. You meet more gay people, and I'm like, this motherfucker funny as a motherfucker. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, what the fuck was wrong with me? And then you just get out of it. I'm watching all the people. I'm like, this shit is crazy. How much people are homophobic? Mm. Do you like, think they should eliminate nuts. that in like the sports too? Like. Like that gay football player, he kind of got like ostracized because of that as well. Do you feel like it should be more free like that, or should that be more as don't ask, don't tell? Mm. Don't ask, don't tell shit. Because first of all, it ain't nobody business. Right. right. See, because I don't care who nobody having sex with. Like, I don't think about who Pete having sex with. Mm-hmm. So that's why. That's why I'm like, why would I care about who this dude having sex with if it was a man, pit bull, woman? Right. Or, you know what I mean? As long as it ain't no kids and no shit, I'm right. cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't give a fuck who you having sex with. And if you think about it, even somebody like Kid Fury, who's gay, mm-hmm. he, he, he championed you to, uh, you know, get a podcast. That's a you fact. Know? Yeah. Like, P, like how, you fact. Know, P, how you know Kid Fury's gay? I mean, he. Like, how you know that? <laughs> <laughs> he said it. Right? Pete, how you know that? Yeah, Pete, Pete, how you know that? Yo, how you know that, Pete? Right, motherfucker, I gotta figure it out. <laughs> no, nah, nah, that's a fact. And I always tell people that. I'd be like, Kid Fury, the one who, who championed for me to start my podcast yeah. and told Chris about me. You yeah. know what I mean? That's because my homegirl manages him. But I never looked at him on no, like, you know what I mean? Like, like he gay, like she just like yo. I got this person, Kid Fury. He does this podcast. I heard it. I heard from his voice. I'm like, motherfucker must be gay. I don't know no straight dudes that sound like this. And he was funny. Yeah. So I yeah, heard this very. shit a couple times. I'm like, this motherfucker's hilarious. You know what I mean? And then I um end up meeting him. Went to one of his shows. I'm like, this motherfucker out here selling shows out. Fucking a thousand people and shit screaming when speak. he comes out. Yeah, like this nigga's a rock star. Yeah, he like yo, you should do a podcast. I'm like, all right, whatever you say, <laughs> right, nigga. Right. You look like you're doing all right. Right. So and that's where it went from. But I don't under, I really don't understand that shit, my nigga. That's why I be thinking. I be like, yo, my nigga, do you niggas have sex with everybody around you? Because y'all be afraid. Like I ain't afraid of nigga gay. What the fuck he gonna do to me? Right. Like what is he gonna do? Like, but it's really an issue in the neighborhood where niggas really be like, "Yo, that nigga gay. Like, let me stay over here." <laughs> See, I, I, I felt like in the neighborhood it was, it was like, "Yo, if you was whatever, mm-hmm. that's what you was." When Thanksgiving came around, everybody had a plate. Mm-hmm. But if you was afflicted with some shit. You might have had to sit at the fucked up table, <laughs> you know. You know that fucked up car oh, table that no came seat out. At the table, right? But but no, everybody had a seat. You just might have been. You couldn't be at the big table until you got your shit together. Mm-hmm. The kleptomaniacs had to couldn't be at the big table. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, little, you had an affliction. Yeah, you had to sit at that little fucking fucked up little, little kid table, little short table. Yeah, and until you got your shit together, then you could come to the big table. But you were still in the house. You were still, you still got a plate. You were still 
part of the family, part of the community. I just feel like when people say blacks are inherently homophobic, I always push back on that simply because. Nah, it ain't. ain't, Hell no, it ain't blacks. Right, right. For our history, we we, we couldn't afford to throw nobody uh, off the ship. You know what I mean? We we had to make sure we got to the shore before we talked any kind right. of shit. But it ain't, it ain't even black people. That shit comes from white people mostly. And 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 if you think about the European culture, the European culture has a lot of gay people. And we and the white people that's over here are Europeans that just came over here. You understand? So they all follow Catholics and Christianity and and that. And then you go into the Vatican and ain't nothing but naked little boy statues. Yeah. Um, hugging each other and caressing each Poor other. Poor St. Anthony. You, you dig what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm just calling it like I see it. But, um... What I'm saying is that these are the same dudes that's like got these real homophobic laws and things in their state, and then they pop out some wild freak nigga. You'd be like, oh shit, (laughs) (laughs) this nigga fucked Timmy. You know what I mean? But real shit, like, you know, that's why I don't pay that shit no mind. I don't give a. I'd be think I'd be like, nigga, you too combative. It'd be niggas that be like, recently I had a girl on Twitter. She said, oh, you didn't know the big thing about Tax Stone being gay on Twitter? It was a big thing. This is what this bitch said. I said, what the fuck? So I retweeted it. I was like, word. <laughs> so she said, she said, don't say word, you're gay. I said, that's a fact on, on top of the tweet. That's a fact. She said, don't try to fucking agree with me. I said, oh, shit. Bitch is crazy. But then I go through her tweets and she going in on somebody because they was bashing gays. I said, so wait up. You tried to use, you tried to use a rumor about me being gay on me. To be gay, tried to I agreed gaslight with you. you. Tried to gaslight because I knew that's what you was doing. I agreed with you, and then you got mad because you want to bash gays. You telling the bit. This is what this is what she said. Her tweet said, "Yeah, y'all better watch out for him out there because he's gay and Lord knows what's going on." I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, like if a nigga was gay, what else is going on? The niggas fucking men. Like, and Lord knows what's going on. I like they create this spook. Around being gay and all that. I'm like, yo, if I was gay, I'd be king gay nigga of the world. Like, you getting awards right now for being gay, nigga. Fuck you talking about. Yo, that's I'm facts. I'm not afraid of people. That's facts I could right never there. hide what I am to you. How do you, you like, all do of that. you guys, how do you guys not allow, like, the people on Twitter and, like, because you all engage those people. How do you do it without it, like hitting on your nerves or making you feel some kind of way about yourself. Uh, it never gets on my nerves. I'm, yeah, you always I, have I, motherfucking I, I, I time. Act up, I act up and people be thinking, like, I think the way they read my, my tweets, they'll be thinking, this nigga's mad. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I be laughing all day. I don't even take none of that shit serious. It's so easy to me. I could have a whole entire group. I done had three different groups of people attacking me at once. You like Feminists, that. You thrive off people. that. I love That's it. That's crazy. So I a lot of the times you're just tweeting things I because you want to get a row out of people. Yes, exactly. I do it on purpose and I love it because it works every and time and you became gr- and you became great at it <laughs> I, I, I know one thing for sure I, I turn on Twitter any time of the day and then boom right in my timeline which Tax must have done something to my phone because <laughs> one of his tweets comes up immediately me too like, like, in it case be, you missed it it can be mm-hmm. five in the morning yep. change your drawers it. beloved <laughs> Actually, you know, it actually, could be 
afternoon, you know, whatever it is. I like and I'm doing like, that shit, yo. Do you, you ever see how weak minded people are? Where they take things all the way. Yo, people take my tweets home. Yeah. Like they take them home. They dwell on them. Yeah. They're angry five days later about them. And it's the most funniest shit. That to is me. fun. That's fun to give somebody some give somebody a gift. A yo. them, like I know someone's gonna take this to heart. They're gonna hold yeah. it. They're it's gonna, gonna hold this. Ruminate in their mind. They're gonna be they they're not gonna bathe for a few days. They're gonna yeah, they are not gonna like eat a, right. It's an amusement park for it, me. It's giving parting <laughs> gifts. Yo, today you wrote that you think it's time for to give Kanye away to the white people mm-hmm. on Twitter, mm-hmm. you wrote. That. They already got him. Yeah. Well, you know why I said that. A lot of people thought it was just because he was with Trump. It wasn't just because he was with Trump. He already said that he would have voted for Trump. You right. understand? Mm-hmm. He was already written off from that statement, right? But what did it for me was, nigga, you just came out the hospital after you wigged on your friends. You went and got a blonde haircut, and the first thing you go do is go see Donald Trump. Now, what made it even more great for me is that I'm like, what president-elect, right, is going to go see some retarded nigga that just came out the hospital? You dig what I'm saying? It's going to fuck with a, a crazy nigga. They're not doing that. They're not even getting that close to that type of behavior. Right. You understand? So that was another thing that I looked at and said, this is some wild fly shit right here. You know what I mean? Donald Trump really got up with Kanye retarded ass West. After he gets out the hospital, the nigga go gets a blonde head dude, right. which I don't pride. Th- I don't think nothing wrong with the nigga at all. I don't think anything's you know wrong. I mean? I've been saying I that. He's he, a Kardashian. He had to do what he had to do because he would have got the shit sued out of him. He was getting that negative backlash possible. and shit. Oh, oh yeah, for canceling the tour. Yeah, nah, for I, I, I think he needed a break. I think, I think, I think you know you go you go wild out and fuck around with cocaine, but for so hard body, mm-hmm. before you have to take a break. <laughs> and you I think to. those Kardashians really do things to your brain, like. Every man in their life is just fucked up. Like, from Niggas Reggie Bush to battle. the guy that was mm. on crack and uh, lo- the Lord Tomorrow. be with you. Like, all of them, they all fucked up. Like, um, Bruce Lynn Jenner, like, all of them are fucked up. Like, Damn. there's nobody that's, like, fuck with them that's good. Like, even Chris Jenner's new boo, Corey, he went from being uh, what looked like a, a stable black man to a gay man. Like, he's, like, wearing lip gloss and his pants is tighter. He has a Birkin. Like, they really changed you. Like, so. You got to think about it. Think about how much cosmetics Kylie might have laying around. <laughs> you never know what you're going to pick up. You know what I mean? So. You know, God bless all the men that dealt with the Kardashians mm, out mm, there. Mm. So we got we to gotta pray for Tiger then. It, it, yeah, it, it takes a lot, man. I'm going to Tiger, Tiger needs to worry about himself, man. Hey, <laughs> listen. Tiger is still putting Tw- the lime in the coconut sa- and mixing it all up. Let's not forget he said that. 21 Savage is coming for his ass, man. Who? You, you like 21 Savage? There's too many Savages. There's a 21. There's a 22. There's too many Savages. I love 21 Savage, man. Yeah. What, what, what do you like about him? I just I like that he be shooting people and shit. <laughs> Define him more. What do you, I mean? What do you like about the kid? Is that the only Nothing thing you else. like about him? No, you're too you violent. Like his music? <laughs> like his music? Uh, nah, nah. I love his music. I like I like the content of the music. Like you know, like that no heart record. When I heard that shit, mm. and he said, "What's all that Instagram shit you be talking about?" Sorry, Savage. I was just playing. That shit was just like, it felt like I heard that line so many times, you know what I mean? It was so relatable. I was like, wow, I love this kid. Yeah, I like I liked that, uh, you know, obviously you're older than these kids. Mm-hmm. Even like a designer, even like, uh, you know, Casanova, mm-hmm. uh, even like a 21 Savage. These kids are young, mm-hmm. you know? 
I mean, I don't know how old Casanova is, but is he young? Yeah. Okay. Younger than me. But <laughs> but what I'm saying is you not become like a young old head already. You know what I mean? You could yeah. easily become that in this industry mm. where, you know, you close your ears and you're like, eh, eh. There's a lot of people, 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 keep, keep in mind, the, the record companies have people that have been in the business for years. So their ears are not trained for these new people. So mm-hmm. if they don't bring in new blood, how do you expect the next level of music to ever, you know, move on over? So I like that, you know, you've kept your mind open and, and supported these people, but at the same time, besides getting certain people signed, you know, would you consider mm-hmm. like Manola Rose, right? Mm-hmm. What, 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 what do you do that for? Like, meaning like when Designer came out, you pushed this shit. You didn't well, get nothing whole, out of it. My whole thing on social media, like how most people started seeing me was because I was, I was upset with, with New York City Radio. Mm-hmm. And it was it was because I was traveling, and everywhere I went, I was hearing the people from those towns on the radio. Right. And I said, I ain't never heard no nigga from New York on the radio in years. Like, mm-hmm. I was really confused. Mm-hmm. So when I came back, I was, like, so appalled. I'm like, wait up. What the fuck are you niggas doing? Like, how we ain't supposed to be listening to none of this shit. We're not supposed to be listening to Flex. We're not supposed to be listening to Hot 97 Morning Show. They not support nobody in the city right you understand Mm. so when they decided to to start trying to it wasn't good enough because it was on their agenda Mm -hmm. it wasn't what the city wanted you know what i mean like just like i the reason people started really watching me was because of bobby Mm schmurder and i went so hard for hot nigga and and shmoney dance because this is what we was fucking with in the spots i didn't understand how these niggas wasn't playing this i said this is what we fucking with brooklyn got the most fucking people in new york city Mm -hmm. you understand if brooklyn is fucking with something it moves through the country yeah you know what i mean i remember one day i said some shit where they was like well this kid designer sounds like an Atlanta rapper and we don't care. I said, but guess what? Brooklyn fuck with it, so it's going to go. <laughs> and and the kid... You already lost. How many times platinum that shit? And they goes? didn't understand it yet. They mm. didn't understand it yet. It took them three more months to figure it out. The borough was already with it. You lost. Yeah. We win. That's how it goes. If, if Brooklyn decides to like a record, it's going. You understand? Young MA record wouldn't have went where it went if Brooklyn didn't say, this us. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Brooklyn said this us. Do you and feel like we would still have had young M.A. if Bobby Shmurda was in, not in jail? Because she kind of like jump on that wave and kind of had the same feel. It, it, was, it was that feel, but nah, I think it's still a good record. It, it's not. A, it's a fucking freestyle, damn it. It's not, it don't even got a hook. You know what I mean? It's just, ooh, it's one of them joints That's where it's just a feeling. And you know, young M.A. was already rapping. She was already right. on mad shit. You know what I mean? Yo, they, they just put out the commercial for that MTV hip-hop list shit, and they show, like, Young M.A. number 10, and I didn't choose her, but I didn't know that they can get shows again. You understand? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that it was like, can she get number 10 or this person number 10, and then you say no, and then it ain't no, they can't come back up. Oh, like she can't so get, I'm trying you to put make her, her like, higher, yeah. And they like, oh, no, it's over. She going, I'm like, nah, nigga, take my shit back. <laughs> Fuck you talking about, nigga. Take my shit back. Now, when does that come out? That comes out uh, this week? Friday. Okay, Friday. So it yeah. comes out tomorrow. So, yeah. That's Hottest Rappers. Yeah, it's the Hottest Rappers. And as you know, to let it be, it's not based on rap. Of course it ain't. Okay. It's based on what you did through the year, your impact through the year, as far as endorsements, um, media, 
motherfucking social media, branding, uh, you mm-hmm. know, branding, mm-hmm. sales. The, the, then know, I mean, the, the, then it's the then it's still package. it's still incredible to have Young Ma on that list at all. Exactly because you know I mean? all she had was one single. You know what I mean? Right, right, so, right. But she was she was buzzed up. She was buzzed up nah, before lit. that before that single hit. Yeah, yeah. But, she um, had a lot of freestyles and mm-hmm. shit on Facebook mm-hmm. and shit like that. She killed that siphon on BET too. Yeah, she, she can rap. You know what I mean? And she, and she from Brooklyn. I like. Listen, I'm gonna support anything from Brooklyn if they being positive and they not being hateful. Mm-hmm. See, it's a lot of dudes that people are hit me and they be like, "Yo, tax. Why you not supporting this nigga? He from Brooklyn. Or why you not supporting this nigga?" And I might like the nigga record, but I won't support him because I see him hating on other people mm-hmm. that's from the borough when he ain't got to do that. Niggas be thinking that they gotta have issues with people in order to be seen, mm-hmm. and it's like, "Yo, you ain't even got to do that. We all in this together, mm-hmm. nigga. I don't even know." if you understood how hard it was to shift the game back for them to even look at Brooklyn niggas again to rap. You understand? When they was just aiming in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I got about, it's about five, six, seven, eight, nine Brooklyn niggas, New York niggas that could say I helped them get on. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, you see that the game is shifting once again. Like, it's still going to be down there, down south. Because even when you say Atlanta, it ain't just Atlanta. Atlanta, it's that, that whole down south. Well, Atlanta's a hub. Atlanta's New a York hub. is yeah. New York, right? Mm-hmm. New York is one state. Well, we it ain't New York against New Orleans, New York against everybody else, and then California. You understand? <laughs> Everybody's the South. Right. Yeah. Everybody's the South. Even if you upstate Midwest somewhere up there, mm-hmm. it is what it is. You know what I mean? You, you're going through Atlanta. You're going through Atlanta to to, to blow. But I was gonna say too, the the game has changed in that rappers. There's so many different lanes for rappers now. This time. Uh, uh, every year we'd be talking about man what was the best rap beef of the year and this year now we talking about what was the best podcast beef mm-hmm. right. yeah you know it's funny you say that because uh, you say people people I always say people need to be more collaborative not competitive because people compete with people that probably ain't even competing with anybody mm-hmm. you know and and it's funny you bring up the MTV list because uh, uh, B-Dot uh, was on the uh, panel right from um, Rap Radar mm-hmm. now I know you know we had uh, Elliot and B Dot on the show before, and he explained that Elliot just explained that he's competitive. But um, one of the funny things I've seen is you know that uh, thing that goes around the picture where it says "Tell me what I do for a living," and Elliot put that up, and you wrote and you retweeted it and wrote "Hate on other podcasters." <laughs> yeah, Yo, that shit was hysterical to me. Only because you know, for people who don't know that, like when he, he thought that you got Jay Z, he went a little upset because. But he did explain himself on my podcast. Mm-hmm. Explaining how um, he's friends with him, and he already told him, "Yo, I'm gonna do it." Mm-hmm. And then that conversation fell, you know, Listen, fell back. Don't yeah. nobody care about all that shit. Yeah. I never cared when he did it. I always thought he was capable of that. I never thought nothing else of the nigga. So that's why when he did it, I was like, "Oh shit, I was right." Yeah, I was right. This is the type of nigga this nigga was. You know, what I mean, he he been was trying to get on my show. I got he in my DM right now. I show you the DMs about at least fifteen DMs. I don't even answer them shits. <laughs> he be like, "Yo, when could I come on?" I don't answer the nigga. But it was never because it never was because you know what I mean. Um, that I just knew what type of person he was. I could read certain light skinned eyes. He had them <laughs> light skinned eyes, the evil light skinned, selfish like eyes. Like red and, and five heartbeats. Red and five heartbeats. Hello. Exactly. You Hello. got it. You got it, Nubian. So 
I knew what it was. So I was like, I'm staying away from that dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. I knew what it was. And then I know what type of person I am. If you play with me, I'm going to slap fire out you. So I said, I'm not going to put myself in a position to have to slap that man because I like what he's what he's done in the, in the game and yep, the industry yep. and shit like that. And I do respect it. You know what I mean? But the nigga's corny. Yeah. So it's like. His podcast is corny. Mm. And when you really think about it, you know what I mean? He get good guests and shit like that, but his shit is whack. See, like, it's like if he do, like, say, like, if he did a, a rap radar live or some shit, he couldn't just do a rap radar live with him and B Dot. You know what I mean? He would have to have a mm-hmm. guest. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Right. Like, I could do tax season by myself. I could go up on stage and do my show by myself with no guests. You know what I mean? And that's the difference. He don't have personality. Mm-hmm. So the things that he get is because he's been in the industry for so long. I'm a nigga that just walked off the curb. So for people to even have me in conversation with him and other journalists, I'd be like, oh shit, then it's kind of fly. Because mm-hmm. I thought this nigga was somebody. But evidently he can't really be nobody for a nigga that's from the dirt to just walk up and start doing shit better than you doing it and moving faster than you. All that shows is that you was just a plant from the beginning. Mm. You know what I mean? And that only and that's not even I don't want to direct that fully to him. This is fully to a lot of people. Right. You understand? A lot of people only have names because they had jobs. Mm-hmm. It didn't mean they was capable of the job. It just mean they had the job. They had the alley oop. They had the alley oop. And it was a, a different time back from, then. They 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 worked at the the, the sauce, the mm-hmm. XXL, yep. um, MTV. They worked at King all magazine, like old King. old publications. You know, and I'm not saying that some of these dudes are good and got good over time. Some of them ain't good at all and ain't did nothing to push the culture forward. No, I think I think nothing what you're saying right to change there, the culture to push it forward. Right there, right there is is that old gatekeeper shit. Yeah, that I thought. This podcast realm could could and the blog realm and, and social media and everything that was new media could somehow just throw it down and break it apart. The, the gatekeepers and, and, and how old media basically retrenched itself. Mm-hmm. And that's what they did. Old media retrenched itself yeah. inside the podcast game. Old media. You know what happened? You know what happened with podcasts? It's the same thing that happened with music. And what happened was people didn't realize what was going on. And mm-hmm. this is why a new designer was going to do what he did when the labels was like, oh, but it's cool, but it sounds like future. I'm like, it don't matter, nigga. They didn't understand this. Now, what I'm saying is this, right? If I like hip-hop music and I live in New York, I got to listen to Hot 97 or, or 105. Now, let's say I don't like Ebro or Charlemagne. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But I'm forced to listen to this because I like hip hop music. With podcasts, I get to go listen to who I want to when you listen want. to. Right. So you could program your radio station with these 15 songs all you want to. I want to go listen to Chance the Rapper. I want to go listen to Trill Sammy. You know what I mean? I want to go listen to this dude over here. You, you can DVR here. your playlist now. This is my shit. I'm yeah. listening to what I want to listen to. I'm not forced to listen to what radio programmed me to listen to. This is why records sold so much before. Right. was because you was programmed, and guess what? They was only putting out a certain amount of albums before the old head was telling you, no, designer can't come out because he sounds like future. The internet is telling the old head, yes, he can, nigga. Mm-hmm. Right. We go past you. We we all like this. Right. Mm-hmm. How, what you going to tell a million people? Right. You can't tell them nothing. But, but Before it, it was the gatekeeper. It was like, no. That's, now that's niggas going underground. But, but I'm saying that the gatekeepers going still, have, still have that machine behind them, which allows them to retrench themselves into yeah. these other uh, platforms, these other forms. Mm-hmm. So the gatekeepers have this machinery behind them that says, oh, shit. 
people are fucking with these weblogs like that. All right, boom. Let's create a, a site. Let's let's create weblogs for XXL. Let's create weblogs for Source. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then old media says, oh, wait a minute. You know, this podcast wave is really popping. Mm-hmm. All right, let's, you know, let's put our, our machinery behind this so that way we still can control the content or at least have our control in this wave that's that's being that's that's really being picked up. All, all I'm all I'm saying is that man, listen, you know I'm 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 happy to be here, mm-hmm. but old media is still around, still trying to to mm-hmm. to control what the fuck we deal with, what the fuck we hear, and 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 you know old media, you know them from from who they were before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know that's I think I think the, the the great thing about podcasts, and I tell people like this all the time. And that's why I shout out a lot of podcasts because if somebody like Tax gets a deal with NBC for a podcast, just say, or gets on TV because of a podcast. I don't look at like that. I look at him like he's opening lanes for us, even if he came later than me in the game. Absolutely. That's how I look at it. But some people, I feel like they look at it as they took a loss. And that's the problem. That's why I say we need to champion this whole podcast game. You do whatever you do. But in my mind, I'm just saying, if you win and win big, even before anybody else, even including myself, what you were doing is opening up lanes for people like myself. But niggas don't understand that. I said this in the very beginning. I said I don't have podcast beef. When people ask me, should they do a podcast? I say, go ahead, because you don't know what's going to hit or what's going to miss. I'm never going to tell a nigga not to take a chance. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? Secondly, nigga, this is a new industry. It's only, what, 12 years old? Because I got, I got top podcast 10-year list two years ago. So... Now, this year, this is what I tried to explain to these dumb niggas from the the beginning when niggas started all this fake podcast beefing, oh, we're number one, and then, yeah, listen, yeah. what I was trying to explain to them is that, nigga, we cannot be battling each other because we ain't nowhere in the top. All of us. <laughs> so, what just happened? They just dropped the list. None of us is on it. Joe Rogan got it on the We ain't there, nigga. <laughs> so, who are we battling? Right, right, right. The fuck is wrong with you niggas? This is what I was trying to explain. Battle to who the bottom. are we battling? Pod crabs who? in a barrel. You talking about that the bottom of the bottom is having a battle? <laughs> like, that shit don't even make sense. I, I, I mean, think about it. Think about how many hours is in a day. How many days is in a week. How many podcasts are really out there that you're gonna fuck with? Mm-hmm. We, we we need more podcasts as it is. Yeah, we need more. We need, there is no battle. There's no man. Listen, everybody could put a podcast out this week, and I still have seven more days to listen to podcasts. Mm. I'd I'd have Tax Pete Nori Combat Newlyweds. Oh no, nah, I, I ain't recording. Boom. Oh wait, what happened? So, you, now, so you, now I got, so now I got, I've got six hours, eight hours worth of podcast. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I got six more days left, and 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 sixteen more hours of, of, of time to listen. So we we got, we need much more content. Yeah, why you know what not? I mean. We need, yeah, we need much the more. fucking culture forward, nigga. That's all I've been about. I never wanted to hate on nobody with nothing. When I pushed music, when I did everything, it was about, yo, let's push the culture forward. Let's turn the corner. Let's make some new avenues for this shit. Let's see That's where it goes. That's all I ever was about. Yeah. And How it, oh, do you find... I'm sorry. Okay, okay, okay. How do you find like new talent and stuff? Because like, you have your fingers on the pulse, but mm-hmm. where do you find this, these people? 
Well, I just be paying attention. I'm a weird nigga. I'll go to a person's page. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll go in their comments. I'll go through their comments. Such a and Leo. I'll go through every person's comments, and I'll go to everybody's page. And then I'll go through your likes. I'll do the same thing. I'll find weird people, different states, different countries. And I just see shit, and I just grab them up. Like, I'll be laughing right now. I'll be seeing BK Tidal Wave everywhere. And, you know, I had on my show in the very beginning. You know what I mean? Like, at least two, three episodes with her because I just knew who she was. Like, I had a Cardi B episode in the very beginning, and people, like, this is when, like, like she wouldn't even have that many followers. She, she, didn't, she didn't even 40, have a T-Fix yet. Maybe. Nah, no, she wasn't even on the show that. yet. Nah, hell no. She wasn't on none of That's that That's what she was doing, those Instagram videos and just being real funny. Yeah, but I just seen it, and I always told people, I'm like, man, you got to respect people that's living their truth. Mm-hmm. And she's a person that lived their truth. Mm-hmm. I respect everybody that's living their truth. That's why if I, if when, I find, when I find that super gay nigga, that's living his gay-ass truth, yo, come on the show. Mm. Like, I had Controverse on the show, a gay rapper. He from my hood. Oh, I heard of him. He He's openly gay. The nigga be having the wild makeup on, and he'll fuck you up and clap you. Mm. Now, I put him on the show because this nigga was living his truth. Mm-hmm. Living his truth in his raps, living his truth. I fuck with the real niggas. Mm-hmm. I don't fuck. I had Slim Jesus on my show because he did a video and said, I'm not gangster. I am acting. I'm doing this <laughs> shit because I think it's selling. I like rapping. I said, bring this nigga on the show. Because you black cornball, dirty, ashy lip niggas not going to get on screen and say that. And that's what the fuck you doing. Mm-hmm. You doing the same shit. But niggas want to look at the white boy talking about, oh, that nigga ain't no gangster. Nigga, that nigga look like Dylan Roof. Nigga, he yeah. might be. Yeah, right? What the fuck Roof. you talking about? <laughs> Yo, you know, uh, from the last time we seen you mm-hmm. um, on the show, I mean, a lot has changed in the sense of success. And I know me and Dallas know from doing podcasts for a long time. And, and, and I know uh, Miss Lissa has to be seeing a lot of that over the years, how it opens up amazing doors for you. Like, real talk, yeah. like, you know, we spoke about being locked up and, and, and coming home and not knowing what to do and stuff like that. Or, And then if it's amazing where your voice has taken you. Yeah. From, from, from think about it. So what I'm saying is how amazing has, has that been? Because I know you probably don't get a chance to talk about that on your show in a sense of, like, you know, a lot. But Shit. how amazing has that been to open up doors for you? And that what has it opened crazy. up? Well, you know, when you sitting there and you and you tweeting and you call Jay Z your dad mm-hmm. and like you know I just told, I was doing it like Jay Z birthday just passed and I was like yo what y'all waiting for Jay Z birthday and shit like that but like I met the nigga so I know the nigga now mm-hmm. but the thing was is that I was doing this shit for years on Twitter but I didn't know this nigga so when he's sitting there he telling you about some shit you did last year. You know what I mean? On Twitter, you like, oh shit, this nigga like been watching me. I was calling this nigga my pops. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and for him, for a nigga like him, for for the stat, stat, status and stature that he had to be like, yeah, because I heard when you said on this episode that, you know what I mean? I'm like, nigga, Jay Z was listening to me, right. like, you know what I mean? Well, all that makes you want to do is just come in the studio and record like fifty episodes straight. Yo, that shit was like the craziest shit to me. I was like, that's steroids. You know what I mean? So, just little shit like that, and then meeting him, yeah, and mm-hmm. putting up one seven clip and Snapchat video from him, and white people treating me like I was a king for even meeting that nigga. <laughs> right. That's when I knew. I'm like, holy shit, that shit done took me somewhere else. <laughs> Niggas got me scared. I was in L.A. People TMZ? coming up to me that been in the game for years. Like, so how was it? I'm like, what? <laughs> I was about to ask you the same thing. Were I'm you like, nervous? What? When you met Jay. And I'm like, 
Well, he he was cool. Yo, I'm telling you, I really didn't know the nigga was so cool. I didn't know I met Jay Z for a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, it didn't hit me till a couple weeks later. Like, yo, I was I was listening to some of his albums. I said, holy shit, this the nigga. I've been listening to this shit for years. You know what I mean? Like this the nigga. But That's the nigga funny. was mad regular. You know That's what I mean? Funny. So it was like. But to see how other people looked at this nigga yeah. and mm. to see how other rappers, rappers head. that I'm thinking is big in my head and I'm meeting them and they like, yo, so how the nigga Jay was? And I'm like, what? Like, hey, ain't that your colleague, nigga? Like, you know what I mean? Hold but, on for a second. Here's the real question, Tax. Mm -hmm. How have people around you changed? I'm talking about you, you're going to be the same nigga. Mm -hmm. You're going to fight to be the same nigga. How are people around you changed where now you like, oh, shit. And you go back home and you look at yourself and like, am I fucking? Well, you know, not so much, not so much the people, the immediate people around me, because I think everybody really know me. I got a strong ass personality, so I, I feel like everybody know me and they know how to act around me and they ain't really. But it's like weird people that I didn't really fuck with like that. They acting weird. Like a nigga like sent me some crazy shit in the inbox. Like yo, nigga. To see you moving like this with me and nigga you grew up with. And I like really had to think about like, yo, nigga, I really grew up with you. I really don't know your last name. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I really couldn't have grew up with you. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And you sitting here demanding some shit from me that I ain't get to give my immediate niggas yet. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? My I ain't get to put my immediate niggas on. How dare you yeah. come over here talking about what I ain't do for you? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it be it get kind of weird in that sense and shit like that because I can't listen. I can't do nothing for a nigga but smack the shit out of him. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the point that I'm at. In my and I life think right I think now. so. I so think, masochists line up. <laughs> I think I think social media automatically puts us in a way where we think people are already there when they're still getting there. Mm -hmm. You know, I mm -hmm. tell people all the time <clears throat> when with combat when we did the uh, J Cole episode through the roof, he didn't do many interviews. Then we did Chuck D right after that. Then LL. Yo, let me tell you something, man. We, I was, I was still, I was working a bakery route. I was telling people I work in a bakery route. I got done from doing an episode four hours with Chuck D. Put on a fucking a white shirt, went to the bakery. Motherfuckers like, yo, Pete, grab your semolina bread. I was like, what the fuck? I was just with Chuck D. Go get, go get your shine box. But exactly. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is, it's a process. Like you said, I didn't even get to put my immediate people. But, on but I, I feel like it, I feel like just the, the the perception that people are are getting now from Twitter, from Instagram, from social. That's why I don't like taking. Taking pictures, man. People be really getting mad at me because they be like, yo, what's up with you? You be on like, you don't never want to take pictures because the thing is, is that when you take pictures around a certain, the type of people that these people think is influential mm -hmm. and rich or whatever the fuck it might be, that should start to rub off on you. They start to think you that too. Right, right. And I'm here to tell you I ain't that, nigga. Right, right. I ain't never tried to front for nobody. I've had friends, immediate close friends that had Bentleys, Lamborghinis. I could have been fronting my whole life if I wanted to. I could have been that nigga on Instagram. Mm -hmm. But I, I can't be that nigga because I ain't that nigga. I'm mm -hmm. not doing that. But you, you also built a fan base. And that's something I think that is, is, is in pause, but it's hard mm -hmm. to swallow. You know, and I'm going to tell you because, you know, Legit pause. you come from a point where, where, you know, and I don't know you from 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, I, you know, maybe people weren't looking to take a picture with you. Think about it. Like mm -hmm. you, 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 you didn't uh, 
people weren't looking up oh, to nah, you. Oh, no, no, no. I don't do that to people. No, no, but no, no, no. I don't mean that. No, no. I'm talking about these industry niggas. I don't be wanting to take no pictures No, with I these get niggas. that, but what I'm saying is- They don't even like you. They be, yeah, I love what you're doing. <laughs> Let's take this flick. I'm like, nigga, stop lying. That's for their page. Right, right, I'm right. That's about the big it. homie. He fucking with the movement. Stop playing with me, I No, no, that's, that's the best. That's, that's the best. That's, that's for their page. Only better than that is, yo, let's build. Yo, <laughs> yo, let's build. Yeah, let's work. Never let's work. Yo, let's build. When someone says let's build, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. we will never talk Some again. Some nigga the other day hit me and Barclay started going in like, yo, because you know I fuck with the rock because of J Electronic. I said, yo, my nigga, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't care, and I don't talk to niggas like that yeah, in the street. Yeah. But this is how you know this nigga had to keep bothering me. He kept bothering me. Mm-hmm. He came back. He was like, yo, let's take, let's flick it up. I was like, yeah, all right. Took the flicks, left again. Meanwhile, I met this nigga about four or five times. This DJ ZD man. I'm like, what the fuck you keep telling me about the fucking rock? I don't give a fuck. Give a fuck, nigga. That's why you see, I don't got no hat on today, right? I said, let me take this Rock Nation hat off, son. <laughs> Niggas gonna leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> but don't come up to me telling my Just Blaze your cousin, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Just Blaze. <laughs> Yo, but, but, but it, you know, it takes, I think the world sees social media mm-hmm. and assumes things. They think that you're well off, you're okay. They don't realize you're still a work in progress. I'm broke, nigga. I just started getting legal money. What the fuck is wrong yeah. with you, nigga? I don't know nothing about this shit. <laughs> but but it's but it's an inspiration and and, and 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 it's good for people to see that but to understand you know Dallas always says you do one good thing do another you know and I always mm-hmm. live by that you know I always live that like you know you could pull out a you pulled out the Meek Mill episode okay great but what's next mm-hmm. you know like, oh yeah like, yeah and I'm and, and just know old motherfuckers because y'all the only motherfuckers they be sitting there watching the tree like hawks and shit. <laughs> Just know I got something for that ass. You know, 2017, as you should know. And and you niggas should retire. You know Mm. what I mean? Well, or they could just take up another profession. Like, you know, in in, in Casino, uh, they made Robert De Niro food and beverage commissioner. You Mm. know what I mean? Just change it Should have went the food and beverage. Yeah, yeah, too much. Too much flossing. Too much Sam Rossi. You know what? Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Internet's tax zone in the fucking building. Dallas Penn in the building. You listen to the Premium P Show. Miss Listen knows. We here. Be right back. I'm fucking Premium Pete fans. Sure. <laughs> Hi, this is Mr. Gibaldi, Pete's father. Okay? He Pete's Russian father. And I just want to let you know you're listening to the Premium Pete show with Miss Lisa Knows. And um, my son, very, very proud of him for following his dreams and making sneakers and food. Internet, and we're back. Listen, Tex, be safe, though. Okay? Yeah. It's something you say all the time. It's funny. I feel I, I feel like uh, I find myself saying it, and when I tweet it, I'll put, like, tax on voice. Like Even that girl, Tommy Lauren, tweeted it. Yeah, be yeah. safe, though. What was that about? Why did she write be safe, though? Uh, me and her got the same agent. Really? Yeah. Oh, you got a fucking agent now, motherfucker? Well, you know, I've been through a lot. Are you being serious, or is this sarcasm? No, I'm serious. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm like, is your agent God? Because God is my public. So your agent mm-hmm. told... Uh, how to write be safe though because it seemed yeah. like really yeah it was so, yo let me tell you something Charlemagne it, it is nah it wasn't it wasn't him you know and I thought it was him at first <laughs> when I first seen the picture I said this nigga stupid but he went to prove to me that he was like yo my nigga she wrote this shit in an email last month and <laughs> sent me the screenshot of the email and she ended her email with hashtag be safe though mm. how do you feel about her um I don't feel no way about that bitch. You know, like, you know, people, you know, I feel like people gave this bitch too much. Yeah, I Even me, me included. 
I spoke to Jay-Z about her like this. You understand what I'm saying? My clip that I did with was the 14-year drug dealer. He responded to on a record. I feel like we all built this bitch. Like, people keep saying she has 60 million followers, but yeah, she has 60 million followers that we did not know about. A whole bunch of racist people that was watching her because guess what? We the only ones to put that bitch on our social media. We mm -hmm. put her on our Instagrams, on our Twitters, on our Facebook. The white people was watching her. Maybe support her. They can't support her out loud because they can't be out loud racist. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We built that bitch. I keep telling y'all that. We crossed that bitch over. Mm -hmm. The bitch was Justin Bieber, and we put Lil Wayne on her track. You understand? <laughs> what niggas did, what niggas did with Tommy Loren, she, she trolled niggas. She came after two black cultural icons jay-z and beyonce and the beehive launched this bitch into black motherfucking world you understand mm -hmm. black twitter black social media and we kept this bitch going and we gave this bitch more credit than she needed right. because the bitch never really said any facts she was just being very bold about it and saying it aggressively to the point the niggas was like i can't believe this racist but it was like yo listen nigga let this bitch speak speak as much as possible because guess what she's speaking for about 60 million people that feel the feel the same way now granted a lot of people might not feel the same way they might be watching it but granted a big amount of those people are watching that shit and they support it you right. understand that's why her voice needs to be heard niggas talking about giving her a platform let that bitch speak every day i was about to have a fucking kkk dude on my show in august so that's why i kind of felt crazy when people was wilding on her her and Charlemagne. I'm like, nigga, I was about to bring the KKK nigga on my show. Jerry Springer used to do it all the time, and he's Jewish. I want to speak to these niggas. Like, right. I want to know who hate me. I want to know right. why. Right. You know what I mean? I could sit there, just like I said, you could sit there in front of a racist and change that nigga mind. Right. Not that you here in the world to change anybody's mind, because I don't give a fuck what you don't like, nigga. I don't care what nobody don't like. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm trying to tell you. You people deal too much with trying to get people, when you say shit like, oh, she called Michelle Obama a, a, a monkey she should get fired you know what i don't think that bitch should get fired for that i think that's her opinion right 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 racist or not right that's her opinion and it's the only How, way you cannot see pacify it. racism so now you fire this woman for that that ain't gonna stop her from being racist right, right. you trying to create a law uh, um uh it, it's just not gonna work you can't end racism with, with people are taught that shit they bought up to be scared of you you bought up to be scared of the dog I walk in the man crib the dogs is barking I walk right up in the motherfucker all regular he like what the fuck I'm like nah I ain't scared of them fucking dogs you know why cause a dog ain't gonna beat me I got willpower to live so that's why I know this dog cannot beat me mm. you know what I mean that's why I got confidence when I walk in a room full of humans just talking shit about me I'm like nigga I got willpower to live. Uh, the other thing you, <laughs> you you really discussing though is 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 black people, man. Y'all y'all gotta stop being you say fucking y'all. I'm y'all. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm speaking for myself. Black women, too. black. Let people. me throw this in, but not to cut you off, but to cut you off. Black women who said niggas was with her because she looked good. I swear to God, I didn't know that bitch looked good. Mm. I didn't even know what the bitch looked like. Does she look good? No, she just looked regular to me. She just looked like a, a regular white chick. With, with so makeup when I, on. When they said she was some beautiful, I said, what the fuck? I didn't even know. <laughs> I that, never even looked at her in that type of light. That's more that victim shit, though. That's that's the victim shit I'm talking about, that black people are quick to be a victim. Mm -hmm. They're quick to be like, oh, he says some racist shit. Or, or he's ra like, who gives a fuck? Yeah, he says some racist shit. Good, good. Now we know that, and now we can put them... It, we can keep them in that place. Mm -hmm. We know where they are, but the, the, 
black people just be ready to be a victim of somebody else's thought. No, want to be a bitch. I call it. That's why I was going in on the other day on Twitter. I was like, yo, pussy ass black people. Y'all pussy. Y'all pussy. And I kept saying it because we are. As a people, we are some pussy motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. I don't care how gangster and how prideful and all this shit. Like, man, stop it. I was offended because a bitch called me a coon because I said something about what? I'll have Tommy Loren on my show. So she called me a coon. I said, yo, let me explain something to you, bitch. I'm the blackest nigga you could meet. And what I mean by that is that I've been black everywhere mm. in every situation, been black, been standing up, being black. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I did this everywhere, nigga. Injuries, broken ribs. You understand? We're racist cops. Like, never holding it down. That's why out of all the black cases with the cops, the Sandra Bland case touched me the most. Me too. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because... Sandra Bland was just talking, not even getting aggressive, just talking. And what people don't understand is that uh, a lethal mouthpiece could cause a mental breakdown in a weak motherfucker. You understand? Most and down. that's what happened with them. She broke them niggas down mentally with her mouth right. to the point that they had to do something to her. Like, you bitch. You understand? And I've done that. So I know... I knew what she was capable of when I heard her because I heard the passion and you could still hear the intellect in what she's saying. So when you being truthful and you got some passion to you and you're not afraid, a motherfucker going to want to transgress against you. So I always understood that because I've been through so much with being black and dealing with police officers and certain shit. You know what I mean? For instance, I spoke about how a cop used to false arrest me, put crack on me, lock me up, steal from me like literally see see me have a pull a 30 out of his back pocket yo this yours Campbell this yours right here what nigga what the fuck is you talking about that ain't mine a snub nose 38 that ain't mine my nigga alright well this is mine and just take my money and walk away Oh, you understand? So I, I talked about this shit in the interview. I said, yeah, I called internal affairs on that nigga. That's a fact. That nigga never fucked with me again. Because, see, I didn't know. I thought internal affairs because I just told him about the times. I'm like, yo, this nigga was violating me. Every time he had locked me up, he had fucked me up. But I would get the motherfucking um, um, assault on the officer. Mm-hmm. He'll fuck me up and then give me those. I get the assault on the officer, you know what I mean? So I went to internal affairs to tell on the nigga. They said, we don't deal with that. We deal with money. Mm. And I said, oh, the nigga been robbing me too. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they was like, oh, really? When? You know what I mean? And then, long story short, nigga stopped fucking with me. Now I got some weird blogger nigga talking about taxes, secret agent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's who you going to need too, the secret agent. People calling agents. you secret agents now? Yeah, you know. You know niggas be 63 years old and they be thinking they young. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. They be thinking they young still and they be dealing with old shit. Nigga got a nigga got a blog site. Nigga shit is called DVD. Like, <laughs> there you go. You lost already. <laughs> you lost already, my nigga. It's a toaster you called lost microwave. Yo, it's a B A track. Yo, what what, what, do, what does be safe though mean though? Um, be safe though. Because I know you did a website, mm-hmm. and I think you're gonna do some more things with it. right? Oh yeah, be safe though is a collective. You know, for me, 
be safe though now is, is just a phrase for black people, man, and, and just oppressed people. You know what I mean? You know, we always said that phrase coming up, like, yo, be safe, you know, when you leaving. Because niggas' neighborhoods was rough, you know what I mean? I'm pretty sure people who didn't really grow up in, in too rough of a neighborhood probably didn't have to say that quote. But you know, where we come from, you might get your head bust, your, your pocketbook snatched, your, your something, sneakers your, ass, your ass groped, you know what I mean? Some weird shit going on in the neighborhood. Yeah, your sneakers took in real shit. At some point, you could, you could definitely get your sneakers took in. So be safe, though, started is some sarcastic shit. You know what I mean? That I said to somebody, I just was basically telling them, like, yo, I just gave them a good word of advice. And I was like, yo, man, be safe, though. Like, that's all I'm going to say to you. It's just a short form of you should watch yourself before you die. Mm. So um, I started saying be safe, though, with everything. And then it just became a sarcastic phrase. I would see somebody do some dumb shit, and I would be like, be safe, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I just started saying it. But now it's a website that I'm, that I'm starting. It's going to be a lot of... Um, original content on it a lot of black content especially content that these white corporations won't pick up because they don't feel like it could sell or they don't feel like you know what i mean it's a demographic for it or they don't yeah they just don't feel like it get money because they'll put whatever the fuck on that motherfucker if they think they can make money right you know what i mean if flavor flav decide to come back on there and get his nipple sucked for the next five years and they think it's gonna sell flavor flav is gonna be back on tv that's right. a fact you know what i mean so shout out um, to all the people getting their nipples sucked yeah, shout out to all the people. I'm not really into that. I'm just um, I'm in the um Spanish olives and things like that. I you ever, you ever get Spanish shot? You ever olives. get shot? Text? You ever mm-hmm. get shot? Yeah, a couple times. Yeah, Yo, Dallas, yeah. you got shot before too, right? Man, listen. How rip, do we go from rip, being safe to getting shot? <laughs> Niggas went from Spanish olives. You ever you got shot? shot, right? <laughs> like what? What happened, Dallas? When you got shot, man? Man, listen. Me and me and my guy are coming out of Sound Factory. God damn, when was this? Uh, 90, 90, 1990, 1990-1991. I'd have to go back and look. It's 90 or 91, but okay. we're coming out of Sound Factory. It's a weeknight. Um, just, you know, selling some 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 whack shit, mm. you know, selling some grams, whatever, mm. whatever. Powder, powder? Of course. Or, okay. Of course. Easy, easy enough. And walking through Chelsea Projects mm. and drunk. You know, had a little bit of bread, not really paying any mind, and see a group of kids and just young niggas, young niggas who wanted to get paid. And all I remember was this nigga pulls this, it's me and my man, and, and they surround us. And I'm like, all right, that's about to be on. And this nigga pulls this shit out, and I'm like, oh, fuck, it's really on. <laughs> and I start to run. Like, I, I put my hands up, like, like no, no, no. I start to run, and then clap. And, like, boom, I'm running. And I'm running, and I'm like, oh, shit. I'm running so hard, I don't even realize that my arm is, is like, dangling. Mm. Oh, shit. So we hop in this cab, and I'm like, okay, now I feel this pain. And I'm like, oh, shit. My arm's fucked up. I got shot. I'm, I'm bleeding through my jacket. Mm. Get to the hospital, and... Uh, take my coat off, and when you pull the coat off this arm, the shit uh, stretched out like Mr. Fantastic. The the both the bones was was ripped through, mm. and uh, and then boom, I blacked out. So it's one of those like uh, you know you, you you got so much adrenaline rushing, you don't even fucking feel that shit. So much shit going on. I mean, niggas yelling at each other, um, like like nigga, fuck you. What? No, fuck that. No, nigga, fuck you. Oh, nigga got a gun. Oh, no, fuck. Nah, nah, chill, chill. 
get the fuck out of here and just start running. And um, damn, that was that was the worst. Did, did they get the bullet out, or you still have it in you? Nah, it, it, there was no. It was just bone shattered. Damn, bone shattered. Uh, um, some some fragments, but the but both bones shattered. They hooked me up. They put a, a metal plate on okay, both okay, the bones. Okay. Fixed it up. Did, did a good job. Put some iridium or ruthenium in there. Uh, I don't think. I don't think they they went all out like that. <laughs> what, what what about you, Tex? I couldn't afford that. Um. Why you gotta take people last back? Last time I got week? shot, I got that. I got shot. shot. Yeah, I got shot leaving a barbecue. Oh, you got shot more than once. Yeah. Okay. I got shot leaving a barbecue. I never reported it because I was on parole. Mm. And you know, you yeah. get shot on parole. They come to the hospital. They lock you. So what did you do? I just held it down. I took the bullet out of my arm. With a tweezer? You took the bullet out yourself? No, my no. Okay. I did myself. Oh, oh, you shit. said with your mouth? Oh, yeah. shit. Why I'm, the mother? Oh, shit. I had shit. niggas there with me. You know my man Vox. You like Terminator. You tax Terminator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> you just be <laughs> taking <laughs> on bullets and stuff, drinking green juice, yeah. eating... Okay. Does that make me sexy? Bullets. Niggas. <laughs> bullets. Not to me. <laughs> I got no. Nah, I was like on my forearms, a little bullshit, little whack three eighty. But um, was it meant for you, or was this like a I don't wrong know. place, wrong time? I don't know, yo. I really don't know. Nigga <laughs> just walked up to the car, like nigga was on the on the phone and shit, like by the car we was mm. about to like get in. Like belly, he did you like that? And he was like on the phone, mm. like he was talking to somebody, like yeah, da 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 da. And then we got in the car, and as soon as he started the. First of all, bullshit three eighties. Three eighties was the shit that was killing more because niggas didn't have nines yet. Mm-hmm. Niggas had three eighties mm-hmm. and three eighties or twenty twos. Twenty twos isn't too much. No, I mean I don't know any of these numbers. But three eighties was killing enough niggas mm-hmm. in yeah. the nineties. But you know, three eighties was uh, shout out to my son. Three eighties was hitting niggas in the head and they was living too. Mm. Well, I mean. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. The, the Desi will blow part of it. But, but cats get hit in the head. Cats do get hit in the head and, and, and still, you know. Word. What does that do for your mental, on? like, being shot? Does that, like, put you into, like, a traumatic state where you're kind of, like, paranoid? Or you just go right back to regular life? Or how well, do you get back to regular shot, life? I definitely was paranoid. The second time, I wasn't. Mm-hmm. The first time, I was, though, like. I was. No, I'm not. I'm not trying for a second. I thought I got set up and nobody set me up. Yeah. I just. I seen the nigga smack them and got shot. I'm sitting there thinking I got set up. I'm like niggas lying. To you. I'm like nobody lying. You nigga, you did that shit. <laughs> I used to think I was. I was. I was a wolf, and then I learned that yo, you could be a wolf, but throw a wolf in the ocean where there's some sharks, mm-hmm. and and what does that wolf do? Mm. Right. Mm. So I mean, like you can be a wolf, but but mm-hmm. but be out of your element, but be then. out of your environment, yeah. and then boom. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's why you got to own every environment you, you you're in. I always tell niggas, you know, a lot of niggas be having mouth, but they mouth is not is not even confidence. They mm. don't believe they mouth. Right. You understand? Only a motherfucker that believe they mouth is gonna be sure wherever he go. Mm. You know what I mean? These yeah. niggas be. Just talking, they not sure. Mm. You know what I mean? They or get tweeting, places. Or tweeting. Yeah, they get they get places and they unsure themselves. You know what I mean? They very unsure because they ain't sure. Right? Mm. Have you, know? you ever <laughs> held your tongue? 
Nah. Or ever had a moment where you... It's been me my whole life. They got videos of me now. The, the, the dude, I think the dude that shot me is the nigga who put the video out, right? The vi- I, I used to make these videos called Swag Report when mm-hmm. I was younger. And it was about niggas that I violated. It was about niggas I shot. It was about niggas that I ain't like in my neighborhood. And I used to do this back in the days before Where would these Twitter. videos go? <laughs> this was like MySpace. This shit, this was before MySpace. YouTube was out. But wait, wait, wait. Let me ask you something. I was a YouTube nigga from, back from, then. From one Brooklyn dude to another. Yeah. Especially at that time. Mm-hmm. Why would you put something out that would possibly incriminate yourself? I was young, nigga. Mm. No, no, I, I know no what you're brain. saying, but we live, we live by the code of like, no, like nigga, you know how we spoke. My OGs yeah. was official. They used to be pissed at me. Yo, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> this was a live what wire. What are you doing on here? But then they'll watch the videos and be crying and, <laughs> and be asking me for another one. Like, yo, you gotta make another one. The same niggas who know this shit is wrong. I can see like, with part two, my nigga. Young MA pops, shout out to Dubai. Yo, I'm telling you, word of my mother, these is niggas. These like, what the fuck are you doing? Like yo, you take that shit down, and then they see it and be like, yo, you gotta do another one, my nigga. I can't believe this shit. I'm crying. So like, it was just some funny shit. I always been a funny nigga, you know what I mean? So it was about dudes that I violated. So now that the video surfaces back up, and then it says video of text on after he got shot. You know what I mean? That's how I knew. I'm like, it's like how you know after who shot me? He looking for some fame again. Yeah. He's so pussy. He won't. He won't even come out and say he shot me. That's how he's scared now. That, <laughs> he <laughs> that nigga shot me in 06. He's he's scared to say it in public. He's trying to get views. You, you know another thing. When Charlemagne was on the show, he was talking about uh, how he doesn't want people to do things for him. Mm-hmm. He wants to be able to do things with people. Meaning yeah. like you know how people are like yo. Yo, I'll fuck, I'll fuck somebody up for you. Like, now nah, let me try to put you in a position to win. I don't worry about all that. Like, you know, mm-hmm. how about I make you a security instead exactly. of trying? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Shit like that. And when he was speaking with some real truth, so I say this to say, I say that to say this. You know, you spoke about being involved in gangs as a young kid, but getting out of it. And even me, from my time locked away, knowing tons of bloods and crips and all these other people. Mm-hmm. And I saw a lot of young dudes, foul kids. Like, I guess what I'm trying to say is, from your experience, do how worth it is it to be in a gang? And how worth it is it to be even blood? Because if people aren't supportive of each other, mm-hmm. then what are you doing it for? Well, like- it's not worth it at all. I'll tell any nigga that's in a gang. And I, I feel like, especially in New York, I could speak to any nigga that's in a gang and make him not want to be in the gang. You know what I mean? I feel like after I speak to a nigga or ki- any kids, they not going to want to be in the gang no more. When I really break it down to them what's going on, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because when I was in the gang, I was a gang leader. I wasn't really no, you know what I mean? Little I nigga. wasn't. Yeah. So but I, so I understand it. But see, the thing was with me is the same thing that Charlemagne said. I never was the dude that would use dudes. I wouldn't be like, go over here and do that. Go over here and do that. That never was me. It was we going over here to do this. Mm-hmm. And I was always front line, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that was the whole the whole difference. Even when, like, when I emerged like, on the internet and like people was like, who is this nigga? And they just letting him say anything. And it's like, what you mean letting me? They ain't got no choice. Fuck you talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? I just chilled out for them. You know what I mean? Wait, so, yeah. But the, the, the gang shit, it makes no sense whatsoever because you got dudes. These dudes are macho. Like, even when you think about shit that we brag about, that's why I don't really be on no... I was that nigga in jail or this nigga or that nigga because that shit is whack. Right. I give a fuck who you was in jail. You was was more macho than the the other macho niggas. Like that shit is corny. When you think about it, I had to really sit there and I thought about the niggas that was like them niggas in jail that I fucked with. A lot of niggas I got love for, still got love for to this day. But I see these niggas in civilization and they're nobody. 
Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. Niggas is nobody in their household. Right. Or the community. They might get kicked out. Right. But they controlling 30, 40, 50, 200, 300 little niggas in three different states. Right. That they could get to go do a crime that get them life, that they can't even help them with a lawyer, with the lawyer anything. Or, or, or after you understand? It make you be like, what the fuck? See, me, I always thought I was tougher than everybody in the gang anyway. Right. So I think that's how I became a leader because I was like, what? Fuck y'all niggas. I'm not listening to nothing y'all saying. You know what I mean? And motherfuckers just having a roll with it or not roll with it, and they just like, well, I'd rather him be my friend. Right. You know what I mean? Like, all right, then. So when I I had to think about it from then, like, this gang shit is weak, you know, because even even with that, even if I was, you know, some dude that was some dangerous dude or malicious dude, right, you and the gang, you're supposed to be just as malicious or dangerous as the next man or whatever the fuck it might be. But the case is you're not. You only as strong as their strongest nigga. You understand? Mm. So what happens is that when I'm around, nobody will never say nothing to me about my set. Mm. But they'll tell you everything. They'll tell you everything. They'll tell you, I'll never hear this. Mm-hmm. I'll know nigga mouth. But to you, it's because you weak. You understand? And when people see weaknesses within your shit, that's it's all weak. I remember one nigga, um, James Cruz, little brother, um, Wilson Cruz. I grew up, we grew up together. And this nigga wanted to join the gang, and I brought him home. And the nigga came in the gang. It was the funniest shit ever. One of the big homies was talking to a girl outside the car. He was like, "Yo, what are you doing talking to that woman like that? Yo, you're married." He was like mad serious. Mm-hmm. And I always told niggas, you know, because I grew up in like the pimping neighborhood, East New York, Pennsylvania Avenue, where the track was heavy. And I always tell niggas, I always judge niggas by how they dealt with women mm-hmm. in the street. Like I never wanted to be too cool with a nigga to love this girl too much. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because niggas make crazy decisions when they in places like police precincts when they love their girl too much. Right. Or when they love their kids too much. You got to actually, to be a street nigga, you got to be a neglectful nigga. Sure. Mm-hmm. So that's why I be knowing niggas don't be street niggas either when they do certain things. Mm-hmm. I be like, he love his son too much. Mm-hmm. They go, your weakness. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Something to, with something to lose. That's why you get, like, for instance, you know, I still got a lot of street habits. And I'm not in the street whatsoever. I'm a civilian now. If you look at social media, I got, like, four brothers. You ever seen them? No. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You ever seen my mother? Mm-mm. You ever see? You never seen nobody. You understand? I heard because she make good jerk chicken. I, though. I deal. Yeah, she do. I deal with them same rules. You understand? I look at the niggas. The girls think is gangster, and I tell her, "No, he's not. <laughs> Your man is not gangster, because he's in the street doing things to people, and he's taking pictures with you. Mm. Right." He don't care about you, mm-hmm. actually. Right. You should not want to take pictures with your man if you know what he's doing out here. The thing is, is that your man have been getting opponents that he can roll over, and he just ain't meet the right niggas yet. Right. Because the right niggas will come to your job while you're an administrative assistant and leave your motherfucking scrub sticky. Yeah. Right. You dig what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, scrub sticky. <laughs> Do you ever nah. consider going into the schools and talking to the young children about, like, this type of thing and transforming their thought process so they don't want to be in gangs? What'd you say? Oh, yeah, I definitely, <laughs> definitely want to do that. No, no, no. I, listen, I, I try to speak to these niggas as much as possible. Like, any nigga, like, I run through niggas. Like, I just spoke niggas. I, I, that's why I tell you I know I could do it. I spoke niggas out of gangs that I grew up with and gangs that still had the mentality. 
And when I had that conversation with them, these niggas done called me three days, a week later. Yo, my nigga, you was right. Mm-hmm. Because they knew the shit was wrong the whole time. Niggas got a, a thing with detaching themselves from shit. I don't, I don't care about detaching myself from no nonsense. If I know this shit could put me in jail every time, and it's been putting me in jail, and then when I get to jail, I still can't get money from that same gang. Mm. Right. What the fuck am I in this gang exactly. for? Exactly. I think I think I can't get help for y'all beefing. Mm. I can't get help from y'all not beefing. Mm-hmm. I can't get help from y'all getting money. I can't get help from y'all in church. Can't none of y'all jerk my dick. <laughs> what are y'all good for? Hey, there could be a blood girl. I might as well be cool dick. with my bitch. You know what I mean? So that's how I look at I will get it. Like, I'll be honest with you. Like, whoever, whatever you do in life, and I mean in you and Trevor in general, mm-hmm. I respect people. If they sell drugs, they murderers. Listen, God bless. I don't judge it. I don't judge anybody. Mm-hmm. But stupid shit drives me crazy. Make it a community to me is doper than separating people. Exactly. Like, you know, like, I, I see the Bloods, uh, a lot of them, and, and I, I mean, I'm sure there's other games that do that. Like, they have that night where they start slicing people for initiation. They still do that? that sh- I don't think no, they do that, that anymore. Hold up, man. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> it really was. Yeah. That was. That was propaganda? And they it was say it was Halloween. It was like, old 31, okay. like, okay. October 31st. I've never... I was Blood since back then. That okay. shit was fake. Okay, so then mm. it was fake, but if, but if people were running with that, to me, to do that is stupid shit. Yeah. To slice yeah, somebody. No, and it was, that's the thing. It was copycats and dudes that did it and it was popping up and they was making it seem like it was like you know what well, I remember one point in New York niggas see a red flag niggas across the street yeah niggas just like <laughs> niggas mothers ain't want them outside my mother was like you better not go outside with no red I want to tell my moms I'm the leader <laughs> when, I, when, when I yo tax when I was away there was a big homie that ran a board set in there and how he handled himself inspired me uh, he had a lot of young dudes around him keep in mind a lot of these young blood dudes uh, that affiliated with gang didn't have no fathers growing up, so they looked up to this kid, big homie. He, uh, they, we used to go to school in jail. He used to say, "Let me see your report card." You know, call the kids over. You know, these kids, show them a report card, and make sure that they put money in his commissary, his people. So he controlled all that. Like, yo, you got a good report card, put a hundred dollars in your commissary. And I like that. Like these kids, like he was, he, like they, they held down the jail. And their part, but the point I'm making is he was trying to uh, uplift people. And, and yeah, you got to teach I'm, niggas something, man. Niggas, yeah. All niggas be wanting is some guidance, man. Mm, and that's why that's niggas join gangs. That's for I real. thought you stopped saying that word. What? Nigga, I thought you... I no, want, no, no, no. I, mean, I thought I, beloved was like your way of nah, not it, saying it is, nigga. It is, but I still say nigga. I'm, I'm, I'm stoned. I'm striving to overcome negative okay. energy. I'm striving. Okay. It's a long strive, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, I, I'm getting out of that. But sometimes you got to nigga, like, you know what I mean? Like, you got to get a nigga out. So... Yo, when, when Brooklyn dudes started wearing Uggs... Oh man! Tell me, go with the no, no. When Brooklyn dudes nothing, started wearing Uggs, I never seen. Did you no look Brooklyn at anybody? You never seen Uggs. no Brooklyn? What? Nah, I never seen. Yo, that. Brooklyn dudes started wearing Uggs. They upset me. Hurt my heart, man. Hurt my heart, man. The Uggs that look like the like nah, the- real Uggs, real woman Uggs, man. You know. Anyway, I'm glad that we could bring an episode together uh, with my brother Dallas. Um, you know, out here being healthy, losing a lot of weight. Kicking that diabetes in the ass, man. You know, selling weight, selling weight. Okay, selling weight. I, I respect to the Kardashians, that. <laughs> and even even with, right in the ass. even with tax, just to just talk about certain topics and and, and and things that we you know we think of you know and and you know I look at with tax, I look at somebody like a fellow brother who who's been away, uh, came home, um, and you know stay home and make something of himself, and and so I you know I'm always a champion behind you, and I wish you the best of success always. Um, Pure and Pete, you've been locked up before. 
Man, if if if, if no one knows that, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, here's the thing: people trying to make fun of. Not saying you, but I'm saying people trying to make fun of me for always talking about jail. To be honest with you, that shit is therapeutic for me. Talking about being away has always helped me stay home. I feel like you know what I mean. You, you, when you talk about your situations that you had in jail, that didn't you don't feel like that helps you sometimes. Yeah. 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 yeah, a lot of it. A lot of it. I, I wouldn't be where I was at right now if it wasn't if it wasn't for jail. I'd be dead or I'd still be embedded in the streets because I wouldn't have learned certain things like patience. Mm. And patience is something that you learn in prison. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got that right. So listen, um, internets. We're gonna we, we haven't forgot about I don't trust people. I'm gonna bring that back next episode. You know, we 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 I don't trust people. Dope segment. Make sure. Listen, I don't trust PPL on Twitter. Who you don't trust, what you don't trust, keep on tweeting that hashtag up, and we'll feature it on the show. If it's, if, if it's some good shit, not no fuck shit. But uh, Dallas, you got uh, what do you got um, coming up? Oh, okay. I, ain't, I ain't got shit coming up, man. I, I'm just happy to be here. Oh, get the fuck out of good, here! Good to see you, Premium P. Oh, good to see you, man. <laughs> good to meet you, Taxstone. I, I'm good to see. I'm good to see you, Miss Lissa. Al, looking good. You know, dropping some weight. You know, getting ready for these cameras that's about to go on me mm, looking in delicious. 2017. What do, what do you got coming up, Tax? But but uh, <laughs> no. Be safe though. Is that be safe though dot com? Yeah, be safe though. Be safe though. Everything. Just don't be surprised when you wake up. Just be like, damn, yo, this black motherfucker is a sneaky son of a bitch. You, you, That's all I ever wanted to be called most of my life. You sneaky son of a bitch. All right, you ready? I, I had to move a stealth preservation. You got some old culture vultures out here trying to suck the blood out of the youth. <laughs> and I want you niggas to be aware. Internet, listen. Subscribe, rate, tell a friend to tell a friend. We'll see you next episode. And be tax, listen. the ways of the world. You're a son of a bitch. Fuck you, Premium Peter. <laughs> Cheer. See you Internet. next episode. Thanks.